this it's the fearless agent podcast where you learn how to make way more money fast selling real estate with your host the fearless agent himself Bob Leffler. And good day to you. This is Bob right here at the Fearless Agent Podcast for real estate sales professionals just like you, where we explain why everything you've been taught by the entire real estate industry is wrong, and you will make lots more money in way less time by doing the exact opposite. Speaking of the exact opposite, I'm uh, co-hosted with my lovely sidekick, Ramon B. How are you, Ramon? I am both a co-host and a sidekick. Both at the same time. He's multitasking. I should get double pay for that. Well, you will. So we got to do two pennies now? We're going up to two pennies? Up to two quarters at least. Come on. That's right. Now, we always start with what I like to call the headlines of the day. You know these are real. They're printed on actual paper. I'm ready for it. Are you? Gives me a chance to press this button Mm -hmm. again. So uh, have you seen the show Naked and Afraid? No. It kind of reminds me of my wedding night, though. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, A Naked and Afraid contestant said she was embarrassed when she embedded a fish hook in her thumb. Embarrassed by it? Yeah. Running around naked on national TV didn't embarrass her. She had a fish hook in her thumb. (laughs) Now, we're not wearing pants. Uh, here, no, not yeah, here. Because no. there's no need to. Yeah. Uh, we probably should be embarrassed. We're not. Let's just file that one under. There we go. Let's Have you ever that. got a fish hook stuck in any part oh, yeah. of your body? Oh, sure. Yeah, it's <laughs> no, not fun. Not any part of my body, no. Just the, just the normal parts of my body that are used for fishing. By the way, sure. you can buy fish. Yeah. Have you ever noticed that? You can. I don't have the need to go fishing. Do you ever go fishing? Did it once in a while when I was a kid. I am the worst. I mean, I can hear the fish laughing at me when I show. I don't. I want no part of no it. Patience. No patience. I have no patience no. for that as well. I don't, in the hunt, let's go. You know, I'm not one of these outdoorsy guys. That go, let's go uh, hunting, fishing, hunting, fishing, hunting, fishing. You know, it's not me. I'm indoorsy. Yeah, me too. My idea of roughing it is uh, there's Holiday no Express. Wi- yeah, no Wi-Fi in there. <laughs> That's right. I am a platinum member at the Holiday Inn Express. Could I borrow that? Of course. Fantastic. No, I'm not kidding. I am a platinum member at the Holiday Inn Express. I bet. That's no joke. That's real. If Joe Biden was saying, that's no joke. So uh, I want to talk about getting things done. Productivity. Productivity. So when I was uh, new in real estate, uh, People said, hey, Bob, what are your goals? And I'd say, uh, gee, I don't know, like lunch. We could probably have lunch or something. So I was not – I didn't have anything to get done. So then people, you know, they sign up for fearless coaching and all of a sudden they are instantly way more busy than they ever have been. So I give everybody the goal of doing uh, – if you're – let's say you were brand new in real estate and you signed up today with me, which is not that uncommon actually – um, and some people have signed up for coaching before they even activated their license. So uh, uh, I always give everybody this goal. So you can write this down if you're listening at home or in your car or wherever you do. Where do, where do people listen to podcasts? While they're fishing. While they're fishing. Okay. Yes. So if you're fishing and you can't take notes, but you might want to write this down, uh, 40 listings in your first – 12 months in the real estate industry 
is a realistic goal if you're full-time. I have had part-time agents do it, and we want you to do them at 7% and you keep 4%. And yes, I know no one else in your market ever does that, but of course they're not fearless agents, are they? So the way you do it is you schedule five listing appointments a week. We teach you how to do that. Uh, two of them would very likely cancel. You've heard me say that before. It would be not unusual if two of them canceled or stood you up, and then you go on three. And if you only got one out of the three listed, then you would you would be doing 40 because in my world, in the real estate business, there's only 40 – there's 52 weeks in an actual year. You've heard about that, haven't you, Ramon? Yeah, I have a calendar, so yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So there's 52 weeks in an actual year. And uh, did you know, by the way, that the week is a made-up thing and has nothing to do with any lunar, solar? It's a completely made-up thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It wasn't there some kind of – Because there's some months that have five weeks. That's true. February, I think, only has one. I don't know. I forget how – it's shorter. But it's, a, it's an arbitrary thing that people made up. So should we reset the calendar? No. No? No, it's fine. We, We're good you and I – well, you and I should not be not, monkeying around with I, nothing like when that. I say no. we, I mean the bigger, general the collective. Bigger, yeah, no, the bigger way. And of course not. No, it's working just fine. We're going to leave that Fair alone. enough. But in a realtor year, there are not 52 weeks. And the reason is because like um, Jesus was only born on one day, but I think you and I can agree we over-celebrate that even by his standards. Probably, yeah. And then your birthday, Ramon, is a two-week extravaganza, and then I got to get you out of rehab or jail or something like that when that's over. And that's what friends do. That's what friends are for. Bail money. Bail money, friends. And then uh, – so there's holidays. You know, there's stuff. So people take time off. So in the fearless agent year, there are 40 weeks and or 10 months, basically – and why do we do it that way? Because I suck at math, and it makes the math easier. Yeah, that's that why I do it right. that way. Yeah. So, um, so if you do forty listings, which would be one, that gives you eight weeks of non-working weekdays per year, which in most real real estate work ethic sounds about right. Then uh, you're making roughly a whole lot of money. So, take your you know average sales price. Uh, multiply that times 4%, whatever that is, cut it in half. That takes out the expenses, write-offs, split, all that stuff. And then, uh, you know, whatever that is times 40, that's what we're talking about in your first year's income. Well, when you're booking five listing appointments a week, you know, I was on the phone with uh, a guy who's been on the podcast before, Dave from Orlando, Florida, and he was talking about hiring an assistant. And he said, where do I find them? How do I get them? So if you have an assistant, you can get a lot more done. And what's the assistant's job? It's, it, it's all that stuff you should not be doing. You know? So I see real estate agents get virtual assistants. Now, write down virtual assistant, draw a circle around it, and then cross that out. No, not a virtual assistant. I'm talking about a real live assistant. They're licensed they sit near you. You know where they are. Um, They're easier to yell at. Well, they, they can pick up my dry cleaning. That's good, too. That's them. 
so they can go hang that lockbox, go get keys made, go do stuff that I I should be on the phone all day booking appointments or going on the appointments and they should be doing every other thing. So that helps me get more things done. But you know there's a book called Getting Things Done. Have you ever heard of that? No. Never heard of the book Getting Things Done. See, this is proof. See, we've talked about it on the podcast before, but Ramon does not pay attention to the podcast while he's doing it, even. Oh, we're oh, we're recording? Yeah, oh, look at the phone's we? ringing in the background, all kinds of stuff Yeah, is that, was yeah. that the phone ringing? Okay. So if that's for me, I'm busy. And it wouldn't be for me. So David Allen is a guy who wrote a book called Getting Things Done. So I recommend that book. It's full of amazing tips and tricks to get more things done. And I don't know how. And by the way, this is not uh, prioritize your day, ABC. Is this real estate specific? No. No. no, Okay. It's just just an amazing book. I forget where I heard about that book. I know. I went to a real estate thing and there was a coach and his name was Joe Stumpf. Like Price Puffister, Joe Stumpf. Does that end with an F? PF on the end, Joe Stumpf. So uh, he was a real estate coach. I'm I'm sure he still is. And his gig was he would read a business book and then give a book report and then sell it to you for $1,000 and that's the coaching. Uh, So he recommended these different books. So one of them was Getting Things Done. I think that's where I heard about it. But it was it was great. It was a great book. So I recommend it. And there's a whole uh, GTD cult following all over the Internet about getting things done. So the I would do this. I would separate your deals from that system. So getting – but it's just about your life, getting things done in your life. So now I – I'm a three five five card guy. So if I have an idea, uh, I always have three by five cards with me, and I will write down the idea on a three by five card. If I don't have a three by five card with me, I will write it on a legal pad. It'll make its way to my in basket, and then that idea will either die under its own weight because I realize later I was probably smoking crack when I had that idea. I don't know what I was thinking. Or it it turns out to be a good idea. So here's the way the system works, basically. By the way, the front seat of your car, if I have to remember to go somewhere and do something, and I'm going to be in my car to go do that thing, like I got to go to Target to buy whatever, okay? So I will write on a 3x5 card, Target, and I will walk out to my car, open the car door, and throw it on the passenger seat. Now, when I'm driving my car, I'm going to go, oh, there, I forgot I have to go to Target, and I don't forget to do it. You know, Very nice. Or the bank or whatever it is. Very nice. So it's nice. So, And he has all kinds of little tips like that in his, in his book. So these are the elements of the getting things done. So the system requirements. You're going to need an in-basket. Do you have an in-basket in your life? Oh, they have me a little cubby hole back there in the corner. Mm-hmm. I mean, at work. your house. No. No. Stop. No. Stop. My ribs are killing me. So you need an in-basket. So write that down on a 3 by 5 Get an in-basket. Get an in-basket. Got it. And then you need a filing cabinet. Do you have a filing cabinet at your house? Yes, I do. Yeah. Do you? Yep. Don't know okay, what's in it. let's talk but... to Corey. Corey, my friend Corey's calling. I'm going to blow her off. Watch this. Hey, Corey, don't swear you're on the podcast. We'll edit it out if you do. 
Say hi to the gang on the podcast, Corey. Hi, gang. Okay, you're out. I got to talk to you later. That's how we blow off our friends. Yeah, you're done. Yeah, you're done. And then you need a calendar. So if you have an in-basket, a filing cabinet, and a calendar, you've got everything you need to to do the entire system. So the in so again, I'm I'm recommending that you separate your real estate deals from this system. So the filing cabinet is going to be alphabetical. All the uh, the way I do it is they're all in hanging folders, legal size hanging folders, and I'm just telling you how I do it. You don't have to do it that way. You you would if you were normal, you'd use letter size probably. I'm not normal. I know that. So I have this vertical, you know, a lateral uh, filing cabinet, and everything is alphabetical. So anything that starts with A. So for for example, warranties. Do you, you know when you buy things, you get a refrigerator, you get a warranty. You've heard of this concept, haven't you? So you take the warranty and you stick it in the warranty, and that's a W. So it's at the very end of the file cabinet, obviously. Not under F for fridge. I, I think you got to make it logical so you Fair can enough. find it. So yeah. that's a good point. So then uh, there are some other hanging files. So write these down. Next action, a thing I've got to do. And then waiting for. So waiting for is like uh, I get a photo radar speeding ticket um, – I go, I'm on the turnpike and I don't have the toll pass and I go through – this happens to me constantly. I rent a car and I go through the toll thing you know, as if I'm a member of their little toll system. And I don't know who the satanic moron is who thought up toll roads, but I would like to literally uh, – I don't even want to say what I want to do. There had been some whispers about bringing that uh, over here to Arizona. Yeah, but we all have guns in our cars here. This so is I true. think that's not going to happen. It's not going to catch on. Uh, it's also the guy who invented speed bumps. Those two guys mm. are satanic people. I don't know what's wrong with them. But maybe I would put that in my waiting for file in case they call me back and I've got the reference number or whatever. And then pretty soon I go through that and just purge it. Uh, oh, ideas Dash someday. This is a file that's jam packed of things I never got around to doing. Is the other way to say it. So ideas someday, and then projects file. A project is anything that takes more than two steps. So I can't do it in two minutes, and it would take more than two steps. <laughs> like most things. <laughs> This is why most things don't get done in our lives because it has how many steps? If it's more, more than two. More than two. We can't, I don't know. we can't keep track of that in our head. So if I have a three by five card and it says project on it and it will say uh, shoot a video about blah, blah, blah or, or whatever, whatever it is. Clean the garage, okay? So I'd have to buy bins. I'd have to, you know, there, there's going to be multiple, multiple steps. Uh-oh, I have to Texas Cody. Now, I'm, I hope this catches on. The plural of the word text is Texas. That's where all your exes live. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, yeah, I got to send them some of them Texas. So then that's the, that's the parts of it. So in the book, they tell you to do this. 
something goes in the in, ba- in basket, like clean the garage. It's a thing I need to do. I think it up. I go, I need to clean my garage. So I write it on a three-by-five card. I stick it in the in basket. And any other things, oh, I got to go to Target to buy something, or I got to go to Walgreens to buy something, or I got to get my dry cleaning. I got to get whatever it is, whatever it is. It goes in the in basket. Then I look at everything that's in the in basket, and I say, what is it? So it is, is it actionable? Can I, can I, is it a thing I can do? If it is not actionable, then it's either going to go into the trash. So I say, I I don't even want to do that after all. It goes in the trash. Is it something that is a someday maybe idea? Then it's going to go in the someday maybe folder. Uh, Or is it a reference thing like uh, jokes for me? I would write a joke and, um, uh, like I wrote a joke the other day, um, and and I would tell this joke now. Except Ramon is actually busy doing something else. He's I, he's giving me the finger. <laughs> that was a pointer <laughs> finger, not a middle finger. So reference would be uh, stuff I need to look up later, stuff I need to save information about some maybe some real estate thing or or something. So I'm gonna I'm gonna save that. So now. Is it actionable? Yes. Yes, it is actionable. So what is the very next action? So if it can take multiple steps, it's a project, okay? So then I'm going to write a three-by-five card that has the name of the project and maybe bullet point the steps. I can do that. And then it will go in the projects file, and then I'll – figure out what is the very next action on that, make another three-by-five card for that very next action, either put it in the in-basket or I can do that action right away in less than two minutes. So the projects have to have a little plan. Some of them are extremely detailed, like if I'm doing an event for a real estate company, that would be a lot of plans. So you want to hear the joke I wrote? Yeah. Yeah, I like to think of myself as a functional alcoholic. You know what I mean by that? Uh, no, but go ahead. If you have a function that serves alcohol, I will Hey-o. be at that function. Yeah, like that's that. a, okay, so something stupid like that. So, uh, so what is the next action? So that's a reference comedy. I have a comedy file. Believe it or not. Is I it under com- C? Or? I know it's hard to imagine, but I have a comedy file. I would put it under L for laughs. <laughs> that's right. So any joke I write goes in the comedy file. I have a file for everything. And uh, so will it take less than two minutes? If if anything in your end basket is something that can be accomplished in less than two minutes, do it then. Do all the things that take less than two minutes right then and there and get that off your plate. Wad it up. It's done. And then if you can't do it in less than two minutes, then you're either going to delegate it in other words, somebody else is going to do it. So you'd call them and say, hey, do that. Or it goes in the waiting file for someone else to do. Or you defer it, and then it's going to go in your calendar. So if uh, I've got to call a guy on Monday sometime. So I'll put that in my calendar. Uh, or the next action uh, is a to-do thing as soon as I can. So that basically is it for this system. Is there a 
digital way to do this? Would would you suggest somebody do it in their Outlook calendars or whatever the case may be? I would pray to God that you don't do it that way. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. files don't lock up and you crash and lose Once the password. I'm holding up the computer as a visual aid. Once it gets buried in here, you'll never see it again. That's for some true. Reason. If it's laying out, uh, I'll remember to do it. So um, yeah, that makes now I sense. have things that just routinely happen over and over in my life. Do you have a dog? I do not. Okay, so you don't have to clean up dog poop. This is why I don't have a dog. Yeah, right. No, I live a very glamorous lifestyle, as you know. So I like I have to wash dishes, clean up dog poop. Uh, there's a lot of yard work stuff like that, and uh, I have I do this drug deal with my landscapers. I have landscapers that don't speak English. Okay, and I have an envelope. And I see you looking at me like not speaking English is not something we can say anymore. Are oh, we going to get canceled? The, the, no, said, English is fine. It's the drug dealing part I no, think they, we may not want to record. They're from Luxembourg. Okay. Yeah. I've very, very exotic landscapers. But they don't speak English. But I, they know that I stick cash in an envelope. I put it under the welcome mat. Don't look up my address and try to find me to get the, to get the cash. But they come. But I need to remember to put the money out, right? And I don't want to put it out too many days early because you know I'll Google you and find pirate, you. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so just stuff like that, you know. And take out the trash. Uh, the trash has to be rolled out to the curb on a certain days, you know. So I have all these three by five cards. So and they say do, go, call. Uh, and house. So there's house stuff that has to happen. But then I just bang those things out and they get down to what I really love to do, which is cold calling uh, owners of real estate companies and people for speaking gigs and stuff like that. So I do prospecting too. So that, But that's the essence of that system. So uh, now let's say I got that Put together Now, some people are very religious about it. I am somewhat religious about doing the getting things done. And because of that, I do get a lot more things done, an amazing amount of things done in one day. And it's just because I don't have to think. So he talks about in the book a thing called mind like water, you know, like you're like a serene lake with no ripples. I don't have to think. So when I go to bed at night, I'm not thinking, oh, I got to. I got to not remember. Oh, I'm gonna, I hope I don't forget. I never have to think about, am I going to forget to do it? No, because I got the system that assures me that I did think of it. It will get done. Um, I've heard of that called like a brain dump as well. Just like everything is done for the day. It's yeah. written down for the next day. Right. Yeah. yeah it yeah. makes sense. It's nice. So, uh, and it's constantly doing it. So I always have the three by five cards with me. There's some in there. There's some in my car. Uh, there's some in different spots of my house where I sit. Anywhere where I sit, there's a one of these pens and my little binder clip on a stack of three by five cards. So if I think of something, I'll just write it down and then I don't have to think about it anymore. And I know it's going to go in the in basket and I know it'll get handled one way or the other. So, so well, let's say we get that under control to some degree. And then I've got my real estate transactions. By the way, if anything that we talk about on the... It's time for a shameless plug. Time for Bob Leffler's shameless plug. So what I would like for you to do, if you think that fearless agent coaching might be an option for you, 
uh, and you would like to talk to me about that, I am not going to sell you on it. I'm going to ask you questions to find out if it would be a good fit for you. And if it is a good fit, you will get rich. And if it's not, we'll admit that to each other. And I'm still happy to help you in any other ways I can. So you call me, pick up the phone, do not text me, do not email me. Pick up the phone and call me like salespeople do at 480-385-8810. I think you'll be shocked that I probably will answer the phone or I will call you back very quickly. And I love talking to realtors. I don't want you to think you're bothering me. Um, So always call me. If you uh, would also like, uh, go to fearlessagent.com. We have about a 45-minute webinar there. Watch that. Take notes. Go to the video training page, watch th- those videos, and I my guarantee to you is that those free videos would be much better coaching than you would pay any other coach any amount of money for. And if you ever have a question, of course, you can always call me. And if you're a real estate company owner and you would like to recruit producing agents at very high levels... Uh, call me again, 480-385-8810. We have a real estate owner recruiting coaching program. You can also go to fearlessagentrecruiting.com. Watch that video there. That would let you know whether that's a good fit for you or not. And again, you can always call me. So, um, so the And by the way, go to fearlessagent.tv and subscribe to our... Uh, um, YouTube channel. So fearlessagent.tv will subscribe. Hit the subscribe button when you get there. So the the other thing, as I was going to mention, is about assistance. So I want uh, everybody, how do you know when you can afford an assistant? So you can afford an assistant when you're booking five listing appointments a week because when you're booking five listing appointments a week, you're going to get a listing a week. When you're getting a listing a week, that's four in a month, you're going to need an assistant. Then you get an assistant and then it you you may very well do 100 or 150 listings just with one assistant by not screwing around and doing all the stuff that other coaches out there tell you to do. And you'll get them at 7% and you'll keep four, and you'll be making three times as much money with 40 listings in a year as your maybe the top producing team in your office does with maybe 200 listings a year. So because they're not charging 7% and they're spending so much money on advertising. So no fearless agent ever spends any money on advertising. We never buy leads. There's none of that baloney. Uh, you get to keep all the money. So don't ever buy anything without calling me first uh, if you think you're going to invest money in some crazy stuff that all you see all these other agents doing. Virtual assistants are out. Teams are out. None of that stuff. So, And I know I'm telling you the opposite of what every coach tells you, and that's why my coaching students have such more amazing success. So uh, call me and find out what I think before you spend money. So the assistant has to be, write down the ingredients, licensed. Oh, yeah, they got to be licensed. They have to be full-time. They cannot have any personal problems, challenges, the husband who drinks. They can't have the special needs kid. They can't have the volunteer job that saps up all their time. Um, uh, 
Uh, you can have that stuff if you want, but they can't have that stuff. So they have to be on the ball, ready to go. They have to be somebody that you would trust. They have to have the look. They represent you. Um, you know, not personal problems, let's put it that way. I can have personal problems, but my assistant, you, don't have any personal problems. I do, of course, but that's the same. I have my personal problems in my get-it-done list. Well, you're keeping them well hidden then. That's true. Yeah, and you don't have an in-basket. They're, uh, that's filed your a, biggest personal They're problem. filed under S for secrets. Mm. We're only as sick as our secrets. Okay. And then there's uh, – they have to be full-time, no personal problems. What else? Oh, they have to be the agent – who is not willing to prospect. So if an agent is willing to prospect, you end up being their assistant someday. So you need somebody who's great at everything, but they don't want to sit down and bang out the calls like you do. And then if you if you don't want to bang out the calls, then you're either in the wrong industry or you need to work with buyers and you need to be holding open houses, which is fine. And you probably wouldn't need an assistant if you did that and you'd just make a whole lot less money. So the idea is you want – your job description is this. You want to um, – you want to prospect. You want to present. Present means uh, fearless agent listing presentations. You're going to give fearless agent pricing presentations. You're going to give fearless agent for sale by owner presentations, that gets every seller to beg you to underprice their house on day one, list with you for a year, pay you 7% so you can keep four um, and get uh, – and then you'll be able to sell their house for tens of thousands of dollars net to them more than they could have gotten with any other agent. Fearless agent buyer presentation, fearless agent investor presentation and then – presenting offers. Um, so that's uh, – and then doing the CMA, which if you're brand new in real estate, as always, stands for Country Music Awards. So I, I think it's your job to do the market analysis because you got to know where the where the numbers came from and then those other things and that – and then planning. OK. So that's your job description as the agent. Now, the assistant's job description would be every – other thing, whatever that would be. By the way, I'm going to enjoy a lovely beverage here. Let me. I feel better already, you know? You look better already. Thank you. So I'm refreshed. So then um, how do you pay them? Well, you're going to pay them not a salary. You will never, ever pay an assistant, a salary. No one in real estate gets a salary. This is commission sales. And that protects both you as the agent and it protects the assistant because if you had a dip in your business because of an unforeseen circumstance like a health problem or something, then they would not get – excuse me, fired, which they would if they have a salary. So I, I very commonly hear, oh, I used to have an assistant. And then 2008 happened and I fired my assistant. Well, if you'd have been a fearless agent, you wouldn't have had to fire the assistant. You wouldn't have had a dip in your business either because we're completely market-proof. The market is never going to affect anything. And uh, 
So the question is, you know, what is the percentage you're going to pay them? Well, we could argue about that, but it's going to be a percentage of the gross closed commissions. So when when you get the check from your company, that's the gross closed commissions. Okay, Af- bef- that's after the split. All right. Um, no, excuse me, before the split. Gross closed commissions is before the split. So whatever the commissions earned were, they get a percentage. Uh, you could do it after the split, but it's got to be before expenses or write-offs. Okay, so it's a percentage of that. So uh, maybe it's ten percent, maybe it's fifteen percent. Uh, so it's probably a number like ten, twelve, fifteen, twenty, something like that. So you can kind of do some math and then just try to estimate what would a full-time great person on the ball, if you were paying a salary, uh, be paid. So multiply your gross close commissions times 40. Take that as a percentage of that, and that's how you figure out. And call me. Call me at 480-385-8810 if you have a question about how to work that out. I'd be happy to talk to you about that. So once again, I want to thank all of you for joining us today. Please do visit us at two websites, fearlessagent.com. If you're an agent, go to fearlessagent.com. Watch our free webinar and all the videos there. If you're a real estate company owner, go to fearlessagentrecruiting.com. Go to fearlessagent.tv, fearlessagent.tv, and subscribe to our videos. Please do give us a five-star review of this podcast. And until next week, do what we always do. Have fun. Always be humble, but most important, be fearless. Thanks, gang. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.